0: It's good to see so many of you here this evening as we begin the the holy season of Lent. If you think about it, it's really something that uh, today, a thousand people are here to get dirt on their head. (laughs) That's a very basic way of looking at it, obviously. But I have a hard word for you tonight. God doesn't care if you get ashes. He doesn't care. Unless receiving the ashes means something more than never seeing you again, never having you pray during Lent, Never having you at least try, maybe not be successful, but at least try to change something in your life. It's an empty gesture to just receive ashes and then nothing changes. So God isn't particularly concerned about the ashes, but what they're supposed to symbolize, right? I mean, we should know this. It's not about the ashes, I mean I know there's a number of superstitions that can pop up around ashes and that's kind of the dumb stuff of Catholicism that isn't that isn't real. But God doesn't really care about the ashes. He cares about the heart. He cares about the heart. And so I'm I'm really just asking each one of us to to look deep inside and say where is my heart? Is my heart really with the Lord? And if if our hearts are really with the Lord, then certain things ought to follow. Consider, I mean, how many times have you told your wife how much you love her? It should be every day, by the way, men. And then if if we said, I shouldn't say we, I should say you. It turns out I'm not married. If you, if you said to your wives, I, I, love, I love you so much, you know, you are the most important person in my life. And then the rest of the day, we didn't treat her like it. At a certain point, she really questioned like, you know, I mean, thank you for saying it, but doing it is actually more important. You know, showing it, making me feel like I am in fact, your beloved, matters far more than, than merely saying it. Although it's nice to hear. And, and far from me trying to merely shame you into behavior. I, I don't wish that at all because it's not free. Whenever we respond to the Lord, it should never be out of guilt. It should never be out of shame. And it should never be out of fear because that is not helpful. It needs to be a free act. So what I'm asking you really to reflect on as we begin Lent is if God is truly the most important person in my life, if I truly love the Lord with all my heart, how am I showing it? And he's pretty clear about how he'd like us to show it. Right? He'd like us to worship him you know to say some prayers every day he'd like us to honor him on Sunday right, coming to mass and it's a good time you know it's been such a difficult two years as I said on Sunday, couldn't we just skip Lent this year? It feels like we've had two years of Lent I'd like to just let's have a longer Easter but Nonetheless as we begin lent it's an opportunity to kind of get back on track. I know a lot of people because of, you know, because of covid of course we get out of our habits, good habits that we know are good for us. Coming to mass, receiving communion, saying our prayers. It's hard to maintain habits when there's sort of a fluidity of life, when there's not that consistency. And so getting back to the Lord is what today is about, right? getting back to God, return to me, says the Lord. And I'd like you to focus on one particular thing in your life, and that is, now, you know, the three uh, habits, habits of, of Lent are prayer, fasting, and, and almsgiving, but I'd really like you to consider focusing on the first, which is prayer, it, it, from which everything else comes. Our relationship with God. If we don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you know, the ashes don't matter, the almsgiving, what does it really matter? Even the pagans do that, but they don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, they might not do ashes. And so, look at your life. It's, a, it's amazing how many people I'll ask, you know, do you pray? And they say, well, Well, and some say, oh yeah, I do pray. And that's great. I don't know where you're at. You don't have to tell me. Um, Please don't. But every day we should have two things going on. One, some kind of structured prayer. And that could be morning or that could be evening. It could be as simple as our Father, Hail Mary, Glory Be, petitions go to bed. If you don't have anything yet, Start with that. Or maybe do the petitions first, then, Our Father, Hail Mary, glory be, hit the sack. If you have kids, parents, it is your job to pray with them. Come back to that. Return to the Lord in prayer with your children, and then say your prayers afterward. So, first, structured prayer. Have something in your life. It doesn't have to be a lot, it's the consistency that matters. then secondly, is spontaneous prayer. Really during Lent, and, and sometimes we do say, oh my, you know, that's not what I mean. I mean when we hit something in the day that's incredibly hard, and this is usually when we do it, but when we hit something in the day that's really hard, instead of just maybe, I don't know, complaining or getting down, we actually invite God into that. Lord, help me with this. Lord, come into this experience and help me with this. And when we have a great experience, something that we're really happy about, and this is the time we don't generally bring God into it, maybe it's a great conversation, maybe it's a a wonderful interaction of some kind, thank God for that. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for my friend. Thank you for my priest. (laughs) Thank you for my people. And I do thank God for you. All the time so structured prayer spontaneous prayer so that ideally then we're inviting Jesus into our life you know I mean if you're in school and you did well on a test thank you Lord Jesus for that if you did horribly Lord please don't let my parents find out <laughs> hopefully my grade doesn't go down too far so let's, let's make, you know, the start of Lent. It's great you're here. Do not get me wrong. I'm not trying to make you feel bad at all. You should not feel bad. It's not about feeling bad. It's about responding to invitation. It is great that you are here. I am thrilled with how many people are here. Do you know how sad it was when we were going through COVID and it was just me and, you know, that guy? We're recording stuff. It was really sad, I remember the, the first Easter and uh, Father Frank and I were standing talking and we're just recording, we're just alone at Easter. As a priest, it's, 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 it's hard. So I am thrilled, I am so happy and thankful for you. But I need to challenge you, okay? I need to call you to what God is calling you to, which is let's look at our relationship. And some of you might say it's great, Wonderful. But I know there's a few of you out there who might say, yeah, I could do a little better. Okay. It's an invitation to begin these 40 days looking at our lives and saying, how can I respond a little bit more? How can I grow closer to Jesus Christ? Now, today, we're as we did last year, um, for two reasons, uh, how we impose the ashes, we're going to sprinkle on the top of the head just a little bit. We're not going to do the big cross on your forehead. Um, When I was in uh, Italy, I remember um, walking around with my big cross on my head going to school and none of the Italians had a cross on their head. And I thought, wow, this country really has gone to, you know, Gone to heck. And uh, I thought they were all Catholic. (laughs) Well, it turns out that it's the more ancient tradition to sprinkle on the head. And one of the reasons is because of the gospel we heard today, where Jesus says, if you're going to fast, wash your face. Don't let people know you're fasting. Don't make it a big deal. Now, I don't know how in America we ended up doing the big cross. But so we're going to sprinkle, we're going to impose the ashes that way. Uh, for two reasons, and, and also just because of the COVID thing that's still kind of lingering. It's probably not that big of a deal, but um, that's why we're going to do it. So at this time, I'd like to invite the, uh, the ministers who are going to distribute to just come forward and stand um, in the front uh, off the altar. We'll bless the ashes. And then, um, and then come forward just like you would communion to receive the ashes and then go back to your places.